The Monaco Grand Prix. The jewel in the crown of Formula One. The ultimate test of driver and machine with concrete walls just millimetres away. Drivers love it, but fans are divided because races at Monaco are usually monumentally boring. Would the 2023 version be different? Let's find out in your four-minute race review. To get the full picture of the race, we must start with qualifying. With overtaking being almost impossible, qualifying takes on heightened importance. Since 2004, 13 of the last 19 winners have started on pole. In fact, the only pole sitter in that span to not even finish on the podium is hometown boy Charles Leclerc. And he's done it twice. No words, no words. Aye, aye, aye. What Monaco often lacks in race excitement, it makes up for in qualifying, and 2023 was no different. Top spot changed hands seven times in the final session, and with seconds left, Fernando Alonso appeared to have snatched a surprise pole in his Aston Martin. Max Verstappen was more than two tenths slower through the first two sectors, but he somehow gained three tenths in the final sector to claim an astonishing result. Max, it's Christian. Well done, mate. Your first ever pole. That was mighty. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc qualified third, but was given a three-place penalty for impeding McLaren's Lando Norris, continuing his rotten form in his home race. It seems that while being monogasque must be really fun to say, it's no help around the streets of Monte Carlo. Leclerc's penalty promoted Alpine's Esteban Ocon up from fourth, a remarkable result for a team which was told only days earlier by CEO Lauren Rossi to remove a Votra digit and sharpen up. But Saturday's biggest shock was Mexican Sergio Perez, who put his Red Bull into the wall at Turn 1, named after the San Devot Chapel dedicated to patron saint of Monaco, Saint Devota. But no amount of Christian prayer, by Horner or otherwise, could save Perez from starting last on the grid. Onto the race and the inevitable first lap trouble. It started at Mirabeau, a tight right-hander not named after the patron saint of traffic jams, but rather the nearby hotel Mirabeau. Because when you have 800 years of history in your principality, why not name it after a joint built in 1973? Seemingly distracted by this trivial information, Nico Hülkenberg outbraked himself, clattering into American Logan Sargent. Then, at the next even tighter corner named after an even newer hotel, Lance Stroll tried to put his two-metre-wide car into a one-metre-wide gap and whacked not only the wall, but also Alex Albon. It would be a trend for Stroll, who spent the race bouncing off everything in sight until he eventually ran out of front wings and retired. But up at the front, it was smooth sailing and it appeared Verstappen would cruise to an easy win. Then, it rained. Well, it was either that or Carlos Sainz tears. The poor Spaniard spent most of the race arguing with Ferrari about strategy, which is like trying to tell Donald Trump he's wrong. As the drivers battled the wet conditions, it almost felt like you could run faster than the cars, which used to only be true when Super Aguri was on the grid. Even Verstappen clouded the wall twice in one corner, but was lucky to escape unscathed and eventually come away with another win. Alonso got home in second and Ocon third, holding off the Mercedes duo of Lewis Hamilton and George Russell. The other Alpine of Pierre Gasly finished seventh in between the Ferraris of Leclerc and Sainz, while the McLarens of Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri rounded out the points. Then, if we look past Valtteri, Bottas and his Moulet, as it's pronounced in the region, Nick De Vries, who amazingly picked this race to not crash into anything, Zhou Guan Yu and Alex Albon, who were definitely there, and Yuki Tsunoda, who didn't finish 10th or 11th for a change, we find Sergio Perez in 16th, two full laps behind his teammate. Yeah, sorry, it was all my fault. Chin up, Checo, because as the French say, après la pluie, le beau temps, or after the rain, good weather. And with that forced segue, we move from rainy Monaco to Catalonia in Spain, one of the sunniest places in the world, and your next four-minute race review.